You're listening to the Sharper Edge Ministries podcast. Our mission, to train church ministry leaders to more effectively guide people to a passionate relationship with Jesus Christ. And now your host, Peter Lopez. Hello, ministry leaders, and welcome to another episode of the Sharper Edge Ministries podcast, specifically brought to the leadership of the various ministries of Maranatha Baptist Church intended to equip and empower each one of us. So I want to let you know right off the bat that I'm kind of feeling like I'm in a really good mood uh, here today during the recording of this podcast. So I am going to let you know that I am going to be offering three listeners a special little something, but you have to listen to this podcast all the way to the end. All right, so now you know, listen to the podcast all the way to the end, and then three very fast-moving listeners are going to have the opportunity to receive a gift card from me. So make sure you listen up closely to that. So over the last few weeks, our podcast have been geared towards assisting those within our ministry in learning how we are going to approach all of the individuals that are going to be experiencing very deep growth within them. We've already talked about how the theme of follow, which has now been revealed and debuted to the entire church congregation, is already been discovered to be something that creates a, a very significant amount of turmoil within an individual. When individuals decide that they're going to follow Christ and then Christ begins to grow them, they do begin to experience a dying of self. And because of that, I have every expectation that the ministry leaders of our church are going to need to be prepared to be able to step in and provide people guidance, and so that's what these podcast episodes are for. So if you haven't already listened to the previous two episodes, I encourage you to take the time to do so, because you're going to want to be able to uh, fill your mind, your heart, and your spirit with information that comes both from biblical principles and then obviously combining that with a few years of pastoral experience that I have, along with the training that I've received in both counseling and just basic biblical studies, as well as my own individual growth. So today's podcast episode is titled, Know Before You Begin. These are essentially principles that I would like to give to you that are going to just give you a little bit of guidance, things that you need to know before you actually begin working with people. And I fully recognize that some of you are already working, you're counseling, you're guiding people, whether you're not an official counselor per se, but you are providing guidance and direction for individuals. Maybe you've never thought of these. Maybe you have. I'm just going to lay them out there. And so that way you will understand what it's like as you're going to begin working with people. And these are things that you need to know before you begin this process of helping guide people to a more passionate relationship with Christ and through the internal struggles that they're experiencing. These are not necessarily in a particular order. These are just things that I wish someone had shared with me, and I want to share them with you so that you will be prepared. Number one, again, in no particular order, just list it out. Number one, you will see the truest side of people. I want you to remember that. 
When you enter into this journey of guiding and helping people, you have to know that you are going to see the truest side of people. Every one of us has the tendency, all humans, to try to portray ourselves in the best light possible. Everyone wants to put their best foot forward. So people are not going to necessarily walk around and let you see the struggles that they're experiencing on the inside. Don't let that fool you because everyone is struggling and everyone has hurts and everyone is experiencing some type of inner turmoil. It's always going to be there as long as growth is there. And so whenever you begin talking to individuals, or maybe better put, individuals begin talking to you, God leads them across your path, and they begin opening up about their struggles, just don't forget and keep this in mind, you're really going to see the truest side of people, and you're going to see the real them, the true them. You're going to see the things that, and hear the things they've been struggling with for quite some time. You're going to become aware of thoughts that they have, or maybe even conflict that they're experiencing. So I want you to be prepared for that. You can't be looking at them thinking, oh, wow, I can't believe even you is going through this, or I can't believe you you're struggling with this. In fact, it's the other way around. You have to have the expectation that everyone is struggling, that everyone is battling something, that there is something deep within every person. And whenever they come to you, that is finally coming out. And instead of kind of looking at them by maybe judging them or thinking, I'm in shock, you just actually have to be happy and joyful for them because they are finally opening up and sharing the truest side of who they are. This is going to make a huge difference for them, and it's also going to give you a tremendous opportunity. So I definitely encourage you. Keep in mind, you're going to see the truest side of people. Don't be surprised by it. Instead, expect it and rejoice that this individual is now becoming transparent and this is a significant part of their spiritual growth. Number two, you will need to keep what you hear in confidence. This is very important. Whenever someone opens up to you, you need to keep it in confidence. Now, let me say this. I fully recognize that there are going to be times when you might hear something that that is so significant and so serious, it needs to be reported to authorities. Or maybe you need to tell them they need to report it to the authorities, or perhaps it even needs to be reported to the pastor. But that is only in the most significant and intense of situations. Other than that, you will need to keep everything that you hear in confidence. And when I say you... I'm saying you. So whenever an individual opens up to you, you need to be able to earn that individual's trust by them knowing that everything they say to you will go nowhere. It stays with you. Now, I understand that to anyone that hasn't lived in the life of helping people over and over and over for quite a period of time, this might seem extreme. But this is one of the most basic principles of helping people through their deepest and internal struggles. Honestly, if you can't keep it in confidence, then don't even let them speak it to you. You can't share it with anyone. You can't share it. Now, listen, I'm, I'm going to say this. Now, you can't share it with your spouse. That's not necessary. It needs to be between you and that person. You have to understand that you are entering into a counselor's position. It has to stay with you. Don't share it with your spouse. 
You don't need to share it with friends. You don't need to speak a word of it to anyone else. Understand, the moment you speak a word of what was shared with you with someone else, you have violated the trust and the confidence of that individual. You put your ability to minister to them and to guide and help them at severe risk. So everything that is told to you, unless it is in the most extreme of cases, needs to be kept in confidence. That means that you will essentially enter into the world that is like I'm living in as the pastor, which is having information about many, many different people, and yet knowing that I am the only one that has this information. Denise does not have the information. My children do not have the information. My assistants, my staff, my friends do not possess the information. It is with me and God and the individual. This is the significance of keeping everything in confidence because nobody else needs to have the relationship with this person impacted by the information I have. No one else needs to try to step in and help when the person did not talk to them. It must be kept in strict confidence. Number three, you will only hear one side of the story when there is conflict that is involved. Never forget that. Whenever an individual is opening up to you about some sort of conflict, either it's friend-to-friend conflict, or sibling-to-sibling conflict, or spouse-to-spouse conflict, or church member-to-pastor conflict, or on and on it goes, a worker to a coworker or employer to an employee. You have to always remember that when the situation you are hearing about involves conflict, you are only hearing one side of the story. Just always remember that. It doesn't matter how passionate the person is, you're only hearing one side of the story. And it doesn't matter how believable the person is, you're still only hearing one side of the story. You have to always keep in mind on everything and everything you hear from this person regarding the conflict, it is all coming specifically from their point of view. And even when they try to tell you what the other person in the conflict has done or is saying or is doing, you have to remember that's from their point of view and you're only hearing one side. This is very, very important. Because whenever you're hearing about a conflict, an issue of conflict, you have to keep in mind that you cannot jump into the middle of the conflict. You cannot prejudge who is right and who is wrong. You cannot even show so much empathy or remorse for the person because they're being so hurt. Because the truth is, you're only hearing one side of the conflict. And I want you to know that I have been in situations where the person in front of me seems like they are being so ridiculously hurt in a situation. And when I get the other person who's involved into the same room, suddenly everything about what that person has just told me or told me previously changes. Their mood, their tone changes when the other person enters the room because now they're required to be more truthful and honest. And I have even found that the person who initially came into me was the individual that was actually doing the hurting, even though in the initial conversation, they were the one that was the victim. So please keep in mind, 
when somebody talks to you and opens up about to you and there is conflict, immediately tell yourself, I'm only hearing one story and hold off on judgment. Hold off on what you say. Hold off on giving someone a shoulder to cry in or sympathy. Hold off until you can find out more. All right, the next one. Some people that come to you will desire truth for guidance, but others will only want affirmation. Always keep this in mind, that when people approach you looking for guidance, some of them are going to come and they really want truth. They want you to hear them. They want you to, to bring truth to them. They want to be convicted by it. They want to be grown by it. They want to be developed by it. They want to be made right through truth. They want you to show them guidance out of this situation. And you will recognize those people because those people will be hungry for scripture. Those people will constantly reference the authority of Christ or scripture. Those people will reference, I want to do right repeatedly. Those people will take action whenever you provide truth. So whenever you say this is truth, they will do it because that's what they want. They want guidance based on truth. Some people are going to come to you like that and you will know when they do. But don't ever forget, others, in fact, many others will come to you only wanting affirmation. They don't want truth. They don't want guidance, even though it may be what they're coming across like. They only want affirmation. They only want someone to hear them and validate their hurts. They want someone who is going to be able to provide a shoulder for them to cry on so that they will feel like somebody else is with them. Or even times they only want to talk to someone else so that they can build up a consensus of how another person in the conflict or how another person in the situation is the bad one and how they have now built up a consensus of people who are for them. Please be leery of these situations. When people come to you and begin to reveal that they are not hungry for truth and guidance, they are not acting on truth that has been revealed, they are revealing to you that they only want affirmation. They are coming to you with a one-sided story. They are coming to you, especially when it's in conflict, they are coming to you with just one aspect and they are simply wanting you to affirm their negative feelings. It's for you to affirm their emotions that are negative towards another situation. So please, when it comes to conflict, please keep in mind that yes, some will desire truth, but others only want affirmation. And my, my advice to you, when someone comes wanting affirmation, you don't give them affirmation. Don't give them an easy way out. Don't give them a shoulder to cry on because sometimes a shoulder to cry on is not what's necessary. Truth to convict is what's necessary. Now, I know you say that doesn't sound very loving. No, that's what Jesus did. Jesus knew when someone wanted truth and then he provided them that softness, but he knew when people came to him wanting something else, and then he provided harshness and truth in a straightforward way. So please be aware of that. All right, here's another one. 
what you are told by individuals is rarely the issue. So you will need to listen to get to the real issues. Whenever someone opens up to you about something that is going on in their life, about what they're feeling, about what they're experiencing, about what they're doing, about what they've been involved in, and they open up, they're going to come to you believing this is the issue that they are struggling with. The truth of the matter is, rarely is that actually the issue they're struggling with. Don't get me wrong. It may be bad and devastating, but the question is, why are they doing that bad thing? Why are they involved in a self-devastating action? And what you will need to do is listen closely so that you can actually get to the real issue. So just keep in mind, when someone opens up to you, your mind is immediately telling you that what they are saying, no matter what and how bad it sounds like, is actually not the real issue. Listen closely listen to what they say, ask questions. I'll talk more about that later so that you can get down to the real issue. Refuse to deal with the issue that they came with immediately. Get down to the seed that is in their heart and then deal with the seed because if the seed will be removed, then the issue they come about and discuss with you will be removed. So never forget what you are told is rarely the issue. You need to listen to what they say and let them reveal to you what the real issue is so that you can get down to that. All right, and the last one. You will not have all of the answers. Just remember that. You will not have all the answers and you may not know the right scripture to use at that moment. Just don't forget when somebody comes to you, especially when it's out of the blue or somebody just says, I need to talk, you may not have the answers. You may not even know what the real issue is. You may not even be sure what scripture to use or what scripture applies. That's okay. That is not a problem. You see, in those situations, in fact, and this may be often, you don't have to just give them an answer. It's not about giving someone a pill to swallow. It's just a scriptural pill. Oftentimes, it's about helping the individual grow through what they're experiencing. It's not you, ultimately, that's going to provide the answers. It's Christ is the one that they need to partner with to be able to receive the victory. So when you don't have an answer, don't freak out. When you don't know the scripture to use, don't get all worried. What you do is you just offer people prayer. You tell them, I am so thankful that you've been willing to open up to me about this. Honestly, right now, just hearing this, I'm not even sure what my response is, but I love you and I will pray for you. In fact, let's pray right now and pray with them. And if as I'm reading my scriptures and I'm talking to the Lord and praying for you, I feel like the Lord gives me something or shows me a scripture, would it be okay if I share it with you at that time? And then you pray with the person, and then you just follow the Lord, keep praying for the person, and if the Lord reveals to you a passage of Scripture, then you provide that to them. And I know you're thinking, oh no, what is a person going to do if I don't help them? Don't worry. They have Jesus Christ. They have the Holy Spirit. He's going to give them more guidance than anything. And maybe what the Lord is teaching them is not to go to another person. Maybe the Lord is just teaching them that other people will pray and care, 
but that the Lord is the one that's going to give the answer. All right. In review, number one, you will see the truest side of people. Number two, you will need to keep everything you hear in confidence. Number three, you will only hear one side of the story when there is conflict involved. Number four, some people will desire truth for guidance and others only want affirmation. Remember. Number five, what you are told is rarely the issue. You will need to listen to get to the real issue. And number six, you will not have all the answers or know all the scriptures at that very moment. All right, with these six thoughts and statements, now you are prepared to at least enter into a situation of providing biblical guidance, but you're prepared to know what to expect and what it may be like. Now, in the next coming podcast episodes, I'll be able to start getting a little bit deeper into what do you do when you enter that conversation and how do you start providing guidance. Until the next podcast episode, keep praying, keep following Christ, keep letting him use you, keep allowing him to bring people across your path that need guidance, help, and love as you carry and walk life, walk through life uh, with them. All right. And just as I promised at the beginning, if you will send me an email, my email address is plopez at mbcpeoria.com. Again, plopez at mbcpeoria.com. Send me an email and just say, know before you begin, and then your name and email address you, my friend, will receive a holiday gift card from Starbucks. Know before you begin with your email address and your name. First three are the ones that will get this. Thanks so much for listening to another episode, guys. I'm really looking forward to this coming year, and I know that the Lord is going to guide us as we continue to assist and guide others in their relationship with Christ. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sharper Edge Ministries podcast. Today's episode empowers us to impact lives for all eternity. Together, we are making a difference for Jesus Christ. 